What's up, you goddamn dirty dirtbags? We have another one. Today, um, today's going to be talking a lot about, because uh, I was kind of struggling for what we were going to talk about. This is going to be the biggest lull in everything that we're doing, of course, because it's that in-between. I've already done all the introductions of everyone's teams, said their history, everything like that, uh, and the season is still not started. We still have to do the draft order, so we have things we still need to do on top of uh, the season not starting yet. So, that being said, I figured, what should I do for this one? I figured last season's actual standings. Um, I know it might seem redundant because I've done so much already on the history, but I guess I really haven't particularly gone to depth on last season in particular. Um, so, last season we got the Jankers. And the Spankers, Spankers, um, as the two divisions. I'll, I switch them every year. I'll probably name them something else. We'll see. Um, but the Jankers had number one being Fear Boners, uh, 41, 26, and 3. Um, actually, I, you know, I'll just say winning percentage. He had a 60% winning percentage, 600. Um, then you got New York Skankies uh, at 55% um, winning percentage. The show, E, Money, his first winning season, just above the 50% at right around 51% winning percentage. Semyon Staines, Roy, 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 Toy, 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 at a 49% winning percentage, just below. And then me, probably one of my worst seasons I've ever had. Uh, my team is garbage at around 44% winning percentage. And then the other side, those Spankers had the uh, Pool Pals, so D. Simone. At almost 60% complete, uh, winning percentage, um, 59%. Um, Iron Dome, the champ, at 54% winning percentage. Big Pete, at 49 just below 50%. Uh, Tyler, who also has a struggling season, at uh, 47%. Wow. Fab Four, other than Chris, actually had a rough time. And then obviously Brett, who I've uh, joked around about uh, already, at uh, 31%. Way by far the worst team in the league last season. Don't forget we got to do that punishment. I know it's tough in COVID times, but we got to start, you know, being more on top of that kind of stuff. It's just more fun. It's gonna On everything else we're doing for, for the league, that's got to be something that's got to be a constant for sure. We also have to get Lucas to do his at some point once COVID opens up. But anyway. That's the, over, uh, that's the overall standings in general from where everyone finished. Uh, the playoffs in general were Luke in as the fourth seed. It was only a four-person playoff last year. We normally do six. But because of the shortened season, we did four. Um, I forget why we <laughs> why we picked that. But I, I remember there, it was just because it was a weird season. We thought, let's, let's you know, make like the regular season matter more because it's so quick. Um, only four teams. We normally are going to do six. We'll go back to six. Um, but it was Lucas as the fourth seed just making it. Um, and the champion made it from the last seed all the way to the winner. Then Dane is the three seed. Uh, Ethan DeSimone is the two seed, had a nice season. And then, uh, of course, Fear Boners, Chris, as the one seed um, overall. So Chris played Luke. Luke ended up, like like I said, on his hot streak, where his pitching, hitting, everything was just freaking clicking. Um, beat him 7-3. So that's another unfortunate time. It's actually funny because Dane also then beat DeSimone also. I think 6-3-1. Um, I don't have it up in front of me. Oh, let me pull that up quick. Uh, yeah, 6-3-1. Yep, I was right. 
Um, and both Lucas and Ethan have had those struggles in the playoffs. Uh, I say Lucas and Ethan. I'm sorry. Chris and Ethan. DeSimone. Um, had the struggles in the playoffs when they keep getting there. They can't make it. Specifically Chris. And uh, unfortunately it happened again last season. Uh, both of them kicked out in the first round. Leading to uh, Lucas and Dane uh, championship. Where of course we know Lucas just edged out Dane 5-4-1. The overall matchup for the championship itself. Uh, Dane actually took a lot of the power numbers and stolen bases. Which surprisingly Lucas had a great year in stolen bases. Uh, they, they tied up in runs. So that was actually kind of a clincher for Luke. Because Luke had almost all the pitching except for saves. Because that's the team he employs. He had K's, wins, ERA, whip. Big time. Not even close. Uh, and then he edged out big time also in, in uh, average. So the tie in runs was huge for Luke. He probably would have actually lost if he didn't get that. Because Dane probably would have won on a 5-5. Uh, just like Brett did a few years back. So. That's how the playoffs went. For everyone. And now just overall, I figured I'd do this quick too. Today, like I said, today might be a little shorter. Or this might go on long. I'm not positive. But um, I know I always say that. Uh, I'm just going to go through everyone's teams and how they how their teams were last year and how people drafted. The only reason I'm going to do that is because as the draft is coming up, maybe you want to know or keep this in mind. Maybe jot it down or look at it yourself on what teams people employed so you know the kind of mindsets of the people around you in the draft and what they might take stuff on stuff uh, along that accord so brett although his team wasn't good he was upper mill in stolen bases he had a decent stolen base team and he also was a decent saves team uh it's hard to particularly say he was great either and i don't mean to be mean because he was actually in the bottom half in saves but he was sixth but he literally is at the bottom of the league for everything so that was one slight strength of his team was saves and also stolen bases. Um, like I said, people were ahead of him in both categories by a decent amount, but those were the two things that weren't like last. And again, not to be mean. Um, or to be mean. Uh, wait, no, what? Uh, anyway, uh, Kyle, next up. He came in ninth overall, technically. And um, his strength is also stolen bases. That's, that's pretty normal for Kyle. He had a pretty good stolen base team. Uh, K's and wins, baby. Slam those pickups. Um, overall, I actually, me and Kyle tied for having the most pickups last season, both of 51. It was a very active year. Um, almost everyone in the league besides both the, uh, the Saunders brothers, ironically, uh, had over 30 pickups. Uh, Brett had 17 because he started to kind of give up, understandably, his team was doing so bad. And Tyler only had 22. Everyone else over 30, me and Kyle towards 50. So it was a fun year last year for sure. Uh, it also helped that it was a shortened season. People really invested and whatnot. So anyway, now getting to my team, which also was real rough. Um, I had decently strong wins, saves, and whip. Um, my team was okay in hitting, but like really far from dominant. I remember I would just constantly look at the hitting and always think, oh, I think I got it this week. This team's not that strong. And I'd always end up losing. I just... Really rough season for me last last year. So, And I didn't even have strong pitching. I think I just had some good, decent value picks and stuff that carried me. Uh, mostly Kirsch also um, ended up being huge. Uh, then we got Sheckman. RBIs and Ks. He had good hitting all around. But RBI specifically was towards the top, top of the league. And then Ks as well was very good for him. Uh, Ethan, like I said, watch out for him. A little dark horse there. I can't wait to see. 
Uh, Shekman's got a a good head on his shoulders. He watches all the Met games, baby, pick up those Mets players. And uh, he had Tatis, which is now like a top three pick. So, anyway, so we'll go on to uh, Saunders. Run. He actually had a sneaky, like, people, I guess you can kind of forget. He had a pretty good team. He had just massive losses that took him out in record. Um, but he had some decent wins. He was consistently, like, getting small wins and then getting destroyed. Uh, and it killed him bad. But he had runs and stolen bases as the better uh, uh, hitting categories. And then ERA and whip, he was still pretty good. So, Tyler had a nice little team. We'll see if he can... All, really, all of the Fab Four come back. Fab Five now, Dane. But you're already back, so you're good. Um, and Pete... Pete also had a decent record. I'm um, Like I said, he was, I think, just below 500. But... He was pretty low in a lot of the categories, so he must have had some nice little cheeky wins. Um, but he, again, I keep saying it, but stolen base is another decent stat for him. He was um, towards the upper part of the league as well. Um, and then average. Very good average team. I think he was top three. He was fourth. He was just behind him. But he, and he was right there with him, and he was also third in uh, stolen bases, so... The type of, like, speed average type guys Pete likes to take. Like the, uh, I don't know, just, I don't know if you even had him. Like a Whit Merrifield and stuff like that. Those kind of guys might be people that if you're waiting on them and Pete's in front of you, watch out. And by the way, I'm realizing I'm going over the 10-minute limit, so not shorter. Sorry about that. Anyway, Simone runs, saves, and whip. Um, like I said, strong team he had. Now we're getting to the playoff teams. Um... He is also going to be a little bit of a small ball guy. He'll have some sluggers on his team for sure. Obviously, he always gets Trout, um, although he traded him this Trout this year. But uh, Simone's always got a, a pretty decent team, or he's got an awful one. So it's one or the other. Um, runs, saves, whips for him. And now we got the big three from last season, which is Chris, Dane, Luke. So really... Realistically, for Chris, home runs RBI average were huge for him. And then literally every pitching category. Every single one. He was at least in the top three to top five. More of the top three for all those categories. Uh, And then he had the big power numbers. So sluggers and great pitching is going to be huge for him. And obviously, he's a team that employs a balanced look. So saves as well. So you got to watch out for him taking closers, top pitchers early, reaching and stuff. If he really need, needs a pitcher, stuff like that, he's going to do it. And that comes also same with Dane. He was a little bit worse in the pitching category for sure. I think he did miss out on a lot of pitching in the draft. His hitting was huge. Um, almost every uh, hitting category, except stolen bases, was he like towards the top. Even stolen bases, it wasn't bad though. It just wasn't like as good as his other categories. And then saves... Decent saves team. He was in the middle, upper middle in saves and then ERA. And then Luke, last one I'm going to do. All hitting, baby. And then K's, uh, K, literally everything he employs. All his hitting categories were top, towards the top. And then K's wins ERA whip. And that's, and I don't mean to keep shitting on it. That's the only reason why I think that that strategy can be really volatile. He had to be in the top of the league in all those categories to win the championship. And he was still only coming in at that fourth seed. Um, so we'll see, man. Uh, Luke had a freaking juggernaut of a team. Um, seriously. Like, whew, 
some of the players on his team were like literally just going off. I remember he yeah, he had Austin Nola, which I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but Austin Nola was a great value pick last year, a catcher, if he didn't have one. Machado murdered. He hung on to Suarez and Suarez started hitting for power. Uh Harper, Eddie Rosario, Kyle Lewis, fantastic pickup. You know, like he had a good team. Um Mookie Betts, of course. You Darvish and Keiko, I'll, I'll never get over that, how the two of them did what they did last season. So Anyway, uh, next one coming back around, I'm hoping we'll be on the draft. I'm sorry this one was a little bit late, but on the draft for sure, because we should have the order set by then, and we can talk about where people are and stuff like that, maybe go over uh, types of strategies I think people will take, stuff like I, I don't know what we'll talk about, but we will be talking, because I can't wait. We Remember, we got surprises coming up for this league, some small stuff, some big stuff. We'll still see if we can get together for the draft. And I'm sorry, I don't know if everyone's going to listen in this late, so I'll say it also on the uh, on the Twitter. We are going to probably do the 100. I hope everyone's okay with that. I really don't want to step on any toes. Uh, if anyone even wants to, like they for some reason they can't come up with the 100 quick, you can always just pay me a little bit later or give me like 50 now, 50 later. Whatever we need to do to make it easy on everyone, I don't want to be picking people's pockets. Uh, let's do that. Let's, let's still and still have the buyout be big. Remember, you win, you probably get like at least nine hundred. Maybe we'll give second place a hundred. Maybe you get nine fifty, we give second place their money back. I don't know, but we're gonna have a big freaking payout compared to other years. So this is gonna be fun. So uh, hopefully, everyone stays on top of their teams and stuff this year. This should be a good one. Uh, and let's get that draft order set. Pick exactly what we want to do. All right?